Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. UPS is hiring day sort warehouse workers in our Louisville, Kentucky hub. Our warehouses are team settings where everyone truly has each other's backs, and we work together to deliver what matters to customers and communities. We're paying $20 an hour and offer great benefits, including up to $25,000 in tuition assistance. Eligibility begins the day you're hired. Shift your future, shift your team, shift your life. Visit upsjobs.com to apply. That's upsjobs.com. Make the shift, make a difference. Injured in a car accident? Visit SueDistractedDriver.com. You're listening to Dan Issel and Louis Rabot on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. And welcome back to the 11 o'clock hour. This is Issel and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. We appreciate you joining us this morning. And as always, the second hour of the show is brought to you by our friends at Delta Dental of Kentucky. Whether you're looking for dental coverage for your employees or an individual or family policy, Delta Dental of Kentucky has you covered with a nationwide network of dentists. Plus, they offer Delta Vision, comprehensive vision plan through VSP. Enrolling in a dental or vision plan is easy. Call them at 1-800-955-2030, or you can visit them online at ky.deltadental.com. And, Louis, I, I understand we have word from our Japanese correspondent, uh, Avery. What time is it in Japan? It is about 1 a.m.-ish, but my sister also doesn't sleep. Oh, so she's the opposite oh. of Avery. Yeah. Right. Okay. okay. All right. So so what did you find out? Okay. So they kind of have diners, but she wouldn't really call them diners. Usually, like, if you're able to see them cooking the food, it's because they don't have room to fully block off the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And more often than not, they give you raw meat and you have to cook it yourself. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. Her, That was her answer. It's... It's I've had that experience before. the most Japan thing ever. Yeah, right, yeah. All right. Okay. Well, she go, also recommends that if you want good food, go to Osaka because that's where the clubs are. Well, I was going to say, and that was an Anthony Bourdain thing too, was like, he, he was like, yeah, Tokyo's fine, but Osaka's where it's at. So, yeah, no, mm. I've heard that too. So, there you go. Little, uh, little, little, little J- Japanese update on a, on a Tuesday, Dan. How Thank you, that? madam. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Isla Louie taking you up until noon. Uh, UK back at it against Georgia tonight. Dan's got him covering. I have no feeling on this game, um, unfortunately, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Kentucky doesn't cover just because that's not something they do very often when they are double-digit favorites. And so, um, I think they were 0-10 covering the spread going into the Tennessee game. Sounds right. Yep. And so I'll, uh, I'll go back to trends. I um, would be happy to be wrong in that case for sure. Um, Dan's uh, prediction that either Severe Wheeler doesn't play or he starts as well, which is, an, I think, an interesting take. Is someone asking, Dan, do you have any gummies left? <laughs> I threw the gummies away. I didn't take a gummy. Uh, 
I didn't take a gummy. I saw too many careers. Speaking of Whitney Houston, I, I didn't remember how great she was. Oh, yeah. And, and the number of number one hits. She had more consecutive number one hits than the Beatles or Elvis. And uh, got in. I mean, you talk about a tragedy. A beautiful young woman with that talent. Uh, and went down that road. And I've seen, going all the way back to my ABA days, I've seen so many careers and lives ruined by that stuff. I wouldn't take a gum, gummy if you had a gun to my head. So, I think so no, all of that. You have, you have to go to the landfill to get the gummies for me. Someone asking because they were thinking of the story. What was the brand of beer that Mike <clears throat> stole from Coach Rupp's room? Would Man, it have been a I, local? A local? No, it wouldn't have been local, right? Because they traveled with the booze, right? Because everything. Yeah, was dry. no, they, they, it would yeah. have been purchased in Lexington, right? Yeah, no, but uh, but let me tell you, I'm guessing, <laughs> I'm I'm just guessing, sure, that Coach Rupp wasn't a beer drinker; he was a bourbon drinker, sure, and I'm guessing that Coach Rupp paid for it. That means it was the cheapest beer that they could find. <laughs> Because he was never drinking it, right? No, no, no. No. <laughs> Coach Rupp wouldn't go for sweat in a steam room. I mean, he, he had that reputation. He was kind of tight. Was he a bad tipper? By the way, I was reading, and we are all over the place this morning. What do you want to this, talk about, Dan? I don't know if this is a Missed good show extra or, points. A, or, or a bad show. Um, uh, I, I, I read the story about Ian Jackson committing sure. to North Carolina. Yeah. And he said, he was quoted as saying, Davis and I really get along. <laughs> can, you, can you see somebody saying, you know, Rupp and I get along pretty well. No, but not, I, could, I could see someone saying, not, Cal not and I Mr., get along. Not Mr. Rupp, oh. not Coach Rupp, not Adolf Rupp. It was Davis and I get along. I mean, that, I mean that, that's. Oh, I bet you could find a. I bet you could find a quote where a kid says, "I I really click with Cal." Yeah, yeah, but Cal's kind of a nickname, and everybody uses it. I don't know how many people call Hubert Davis Davis, especially when you're 18 years old. Apparently, top I, five recruits that want to play basketball in college. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Call whatever he so. wants. <laughs> If you were coming up right now, where do you think you would want to play, Kentucky or, or North Carolina? Uh, you know, that's really difficult because a, a love for Kentucky and disdain for North Carolina are really are really ingrained <laughs> Part of in your me. Culture, yes. Yeah, are really ingrained in me. So I don't know that I could give an honest answer. Got so. it. Okay. Yeah. 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 I understand the... I mean, I dislike North Carolina a whole lot more than Duke. And that is because when I was coming up, yeah, Duke, wasn't Duke. Duke wasn't a thing. Right. I mean, we beat, we beat Duke uh, pretty handily uh, in, uh, I think it was in the UKIT tournament. Okay. We, we beat Duke pretty handily. And North Carolina, uh, the three years that we were at Kentucky, North Carolina beat us two out of three times. Oh, wow. So, okay. So I, 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 I dislike North Carolina a whole lot more than Duke. 
did they integrate at UNC before? Um, before they no. did at Kentucky? No, same thing. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Oh, they, I'm okay. sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know if you. I, I thought you were going to say before me. Uh, no, Charlie Scott, who was a contemporary of mine, uh, co-ABA rookies of the year. Charlie Scott was the first african-american player to play at north carolina so they they yeah, Charlie, would have uh, in, 1967 excuse me yeah. they they would have integrated north carolina would have integrated the same year that the sec did with uh with perry down at vanderbilt at Vandy, yeah right okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone texting again something weird about this morning way ahead of schedule at work and each minute is about three minutes long today maybe it is a weird day you know what it is it's going to be 60 and sunny here today dan Ooh, wow. Yeah, no, I mean like I'm 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 going to encourage um everyone that's listening to go outside, get some dang vitamin D, enjoy it. Because there's no guarantees in Louisville weather, especially in freaking February. It is the biggest change since I moved here. February is the new January around here. Hmm. Like we moved like weather moved a month. That's why the Derby has sucked so much as because uh, I think it's really like April fifth instead of May fifth. But hmm. um it is a uh, yeah, get outside today, folks. It is going to be yeah. delightful. We're we're supposed to get snow later today. So. Yeah, enjoy that. I'm glad you got yeah. to watch Whitney Houston and get a bunch of snow. Um, yeah. The uh, <laughs> so Tatum scores 51. I want to dance with somebody. Go ahead. Do you want to feel the heat with somebody? <laughs> Giselle, go ahead. <laughs> Is it good for the NBA that the the top talents in Dallas and and Denver and not in LA and and Boston is is good, but Milwaukee has a great team. I think Cleveland is very good. I think so. Yeah, I I think so. I think, um, and not only is the talents sped around, but for some reason these scores are starting to look like ABA scores. I mean, did did you? I I I just when you said uh, when you were talking uh, about the Celtics. I, I looked up the winning scores of last night's NBA game. Sure. Uh, okay. Celtics, 130. Bucks, 132. Warriors, 127. Raptors, 120. Well, that was in overtime. It was 123 to 121. Uh, Cleveland, pretty pedestrian, 113. <laughs> Hawks, 121. Jazz, 126. Grizzlies 136 and the Lakers 140. The scoring in the NBA has gone through the roof. The the Lakers, um, you know, you you talked about the uh, what, what what did he get? 51. Yes. The Celtics. Yeah. LeBron had 48, 8, 9 last yeah, night. Yeah, that's what I was going to get ready to say. LeBron had 48 last night. Um, did you see Jabari Jabari Smith, the rookie out of Auburn that plays for the Rockets, told, told LeBron last night, my dad played against you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's a great line. Um, but no, no, the, the, the talent is, is unbelievable. Um, last night, I was watching, uh, pardon the interruption, and uh, Michael Wilbon, who, of course, is a big NBA guy. This was a topic on their show, yes. Yeah, yes. he said, he said, Ja Morant mm. is the most exciting player to watch in the NBA today. He lives in Memphis. Ja Morant in Memphis. Yep. Not not Boston, not New York, not Chicago, not L.A. In Memphis is the most exciting player to watch. So um, 
It, you know, it was, uh, it, it really is. And, and, and you know, the, the critics of the NBA always say, well, yeah, they don't play any defense in the NBA. Yes, they do. Because if they didn't, they'd score 200 points a game. Uh, but there's just, there's the talent. And you know, Louie, when they, when they write up the scouting report, you know when you play the Celtics, the scouting report has yeah, right. to start with Jason Tatum. And it doesn't matter. And, and no. And when you play Memphis, when you play Dallas, when you play Denver, you know who the, the scouting report has to start with, and they still can't stop them. Jason Tatum last night, you talking about an efficient 50-point game. He was 15 of 23 from the field, including 7 of 12 three-pointers and a perfect 14 for 14 from the free throw line. It still had five assists and still had nine rebounds. Yes, correct. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, no, the, the talent, these kids just get better and better and better all the time. The only reason I ask is because certain leagues are built on, it doesn't matter where the teams are geographically, the fans will watch, see the NFL. And the other is in basketball in general, both at college and pro level, we like our dynasties. We like our blue ribbon we like the celtics and the lakers we like you know the carolinas and the kentuckys and the you know and, and the kansases and those groups you know the dukes and whatever um it, it is you know i think one of the biggest lies that people tell themselves every year is they love they love cinderella in the ncaa tournament you love cinderella the first two rounds mm. you don't want cinderella in the final four be real um, no, you want you want Kansas and Kentucky and North Carolina. No, because you know that you know, that carriage is turning into a pumpkin right. pretty soon. <laughs> there aren't too many. There haven't been too many huge upsets. Yeah, in the Final Four. Yeah, and I um, you know, two things I'll say to people that think there's no D in the in the NBA. The first is so I watched a lot of the Atlanta game yesterday, Atlanta Miami, and it was really enjoyable. I. I'm glad that I did it because there are players that I hadn't spent a lot of time watching. The spacing on the floor in the NBA compared to college, because of where the three-point line is, makes the game so much better for the offense. Mm. The, the, the wider lane and the, and the bigger three-point arc make it a better game for the offense. The second thing is, if the defense is bad, here's a great counterpoint to that. Steph Curry isn't figuring out how to make mid-range jumpers. He's stepping further and further away to take uncontested shots. Yeah. Because things on the three-point line are so contested that you have to step back five and eight feet to make a shot uncontested. It, guys wouldn't be stepping back further and further if they felt that that was a harder shot to make. They're doing it because it's easier than the contested shots. And so that, that's what I would say to people is that those, those three-pointers are contested big time. And that's why you see dunks in three-pointers because you're getting away from defense. That's how you do it, is either you're just slamming the ball through the hoop or you're in a spot where you're uncontested. So that's what I would say to people that don't think there's defense. And, and, and I would add one other thing, and that is almost everybody in the NBA has a player that you can say, go get me a basket. Yeah. And even if he's defended, even if everybody in the gym knows he's the one who is going to take the shot, they can still get a good shot. And I don't know how many college basketball – I wouldn't – I mean, if you had you're, – you're taking the ball out of bounds, okay, full court. You need – you're down one, all right, and you've got uh, 
14 seconds to go in the game. Right. Who would you give the ball to at Kentucky? Wow. Who would you design the play for at Kentucky? <laughs> See, and I don't know I don't know that there are too many college teams today that have that guy that you can say, here's the ball. You go get us two points. It's actually why I asked you if you watched the Purdue Michigan State game because that actually happened at the end of the game. Purdue went to Zach Eady because he's eight foot three, and then Michigan State came back to Tyson Walker because he's just a great shooter. Um, but those are rare examples. Like you usually don't have in college. Timeout, run the play for Eady. Timeout, run the play for Walker, and that's what happened yesterday. Um, for Kentucky, is it Fredericks right now? I I don't know. Maybe. Maybe you could you could name four or five guys, or you could name no guys. And I think right now I'd probably name no guys. I mean, you look at Alabama. You know, Miller is going to go get you a basket. You, you look at Tennessee. Under normal circumstances, Ziegler or Vescovy is going to get you a basket. Right. I don't know who that player is at Kentucky. I mean, the, the sad reality of, of Louisville is that by default you have to go to L. Ellis, right? Yeah. But, no, I, but that, honestly, yeah. if L. Ellis played and, for Kentucky, and, he might be that guy, right? Possibly, yeah. Just because he, yeah. he has that, I don't know, whatever but, whatever uh, that but, quality is, he has that quality, yes, right? Yes, yes, yeah. But, but you're, you're right. At, at, at Louisville, it has to be Ellis because there's nobody else. Right. It's by default, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right, um... This is Islin Louie taking you up until noon. A reminder of some of the programming going on here. Bellarmine back in action on the road Thursday. Where are they playing, Dan? Um, Sacred Heart. At Austin P. Uh, oh, coverage. let's go, P. Try to set you up for that. Doug Arme, Bark Bug, uh, 745 pregame uh, tip at 8. All that's right here on your home for the night, 680-1057. And on the app, um, do you want me to redo the Canes read at some point? Or, or was it good enough that I don't need to do it again? Well, I mean that that that's up that's up to you. I don't get to eat any of the chicken, so you know you 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 and you and Avery figure that one out. It was spectacular, though. I mean, I think. Uh, do you have a uh, like a resume tape? Oh, I don't know. I guess. Um. Yeah, it's called the horse racing happy hour. Um, yeah, the, uh, <laughs> I, I think I, I think you ought to add that to your resume. To Start reading it was, ads. Yeah, the, it, um, was, it was beautiful. We will get to True Crime Tuesday here uh, with our partners over at, uh, at Red Hot Roasters. The good thing is, um, the is that Avery can enjoy all of the things on Tuesday. So we have nicknamed Tuesday Dill Day um, in honor of, of crack producer with a K, uh, Avery Dill. And so uh, we will have True Crime Tuesday. I have good news for everyone listening. We get back to murder. Uh, we get back to death. Um, I feel like for a while this show got away from its roots of, no. of people not dying. No. And so it's good to get back to the roots she, of, of death. Let me, let, me, let me just say this. She was too focused on, you know, moving up the ladder, going, going big time. She's, <laughs> she's producing first watch. I mean, you know, why you talk about a resume builder? Oof. Oh my goodness! And she just kind of forgot. I mean, she was she gave a half-hearted effort there for a while. <laughs> so we'll get back to the full-hearted efforts uh, today. And uh, <laughs> so, Dan, give me a final score tonight: Georgia, Kentucky. Oh, oh, um, seventy-eight 
to 62. Ooh. Uh, 70 to 62 is my score. So there you go. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see tomorrow. (laughs) When we come back in and Dan has predicted that Kentucky will cover. Um, I have to say with this mock draft, I know we're jumping all over the place here in Islam movie. If my Lions draft that bum, Anthony Richardson from Florida, I'm I'm not going to be happy. And all it will do is solidify the fact that I think they've peaked. See, here's what I'd say. He's another guy because because the NFL has become so quarterback centric because you can rush the football for 50 yards and still win a football game in the NFL. It's all about the quarterback. And so as a result, everybody in the NFL knows, hey, if I don't have a really, really good quarterback, I got no shot. I mean, you look you look at the crummy teams, you look at the good teams, and it's all about the quarterback. And so as a result of that, Louie, I think all these college quarterbacks get elevated way above what they're, what they're worth. The, the games I saw Richardson play – I wouldn't even think he was a first-rounder. I mean, in this mock draft, the tight end from Georgia is still on the board. And, and that guy, was he could play in the, he could play in the playoffs right now. And, and the Lions are going to take Anthony I, I mean, I would. It would be very Lions. It would be very Lions. He could be the next Rodney Pete, and, and we can move on with our lives. Congratulations, you drafted Rodney Pete Jr. I just I can't. Dan, I can't do it. This is a projected trade, by the way. Usually, the um, this is the lines moving up for Anthony Richardson and giving away a second rounder, as well as <laughs> other first rounder. How about that? I didn't. I didn't get past the uh, past uh, C.J. Stroud. Uh, I mean, they've got Addison on the board here. They've got uh, Mayer, the uh, tight end from uh, from Notre Dame. Uh, Darnell Washington from Georgia is still on the board. I mean, stop, stop. Uh, some of these guys, I'm not, I'm not that familiar with, but, uh, but I, I, so where, where does uh, Detroit? Yeah, 15. That's in a Moving. trade. They, they have the 18th pick because of winning at Green Bay. So literally, Green Bay has the 15th pick, and by losing to the Lions in that last game, moved up three spots in the draft, and in this scenario, moved back three spots and pick up a second rounder from Detroit. Mm. I mean, that's how dumb the win was in. In Green Bay. <laughs> Especially after they couldn't make the playoffs. Would you draft Will left us in the first round? Uh, yeah. Where? Uh, probably I would take a shot uh, on him. Uh, let's see. Um, Cowboys, Bengals, Broncos. He might not be a bad fit with the Denver Broncos, as a matter of fact. They have the uh, the twenty eighth. They have the twenty eighth pick, uh, but they if if they um, if if they sign, oh, who's the coach from New Orleans? Peyton. Peyton. If they if they sign Coach Peyton, they'd probably have to give up that first round pick. Mm. But th- there's no way I would draft him in the top ten. Okay. All right. Better draft pick at and in the top five. Rafe LaFrance or Will Left Us. A reminder that this hour of the show has been brought to you by Delta Dental of Kentucky. (laughs) Why do you always have to pick on me? Because it's Louie.
Um, Will left us. Welcome back to Dan Issel and Louis Rebeau on ESPN 680 and 1057. Now, here's Dan and Louie. All right, final segment here on Issel and Louie, taking you up until noon. Just saw Bobby V in the back, so he's definitely in today for the V Show at noon. Of course, first replay at 3 o'clock, Sweezy and Streetle taking you up until 6 o'clock here. All local programming here on 680, 1057ESPNLouisville.com, the app, or however you're hanging out. Thanks for making us part of your Tuesday morning. It is Dill Day here, which means, of course, that it is time for True Crime Tuesday. A uh, new partner with us for uh, going to hang out for at least, it's going to be a while. Uh, so get used to this one. Red Hot Roasters, corner of Lexington and Payne Streets. You can get the drive through there. All the coffee available online, redhotroasters.com. If you order two cans of their coffee, shipping is free. So uh, we keep giving you these great sponsors that have free shipping for all of their stuff. So make sure that you check out. Uh, redhotroasters.com and I'll give you an idea Dan if you're a commute if you're a commuter from east of downtown and you get off at Grinstead and take Lexington to get into downtown they're on the right side there uh, across from Breslin Park nice and easy good easy drive through as well so check them out Red Hot Roasters um, I mean frankly my favorite coffee in the city and they keep it simple Dan light roast dark roast espresso there you go decaf, that's me coffee that's let's me. go just give me coffee I want good coffee so that's what you that's want. me you can also find them at over 150 Kroger uh stores um she's she's rocking it and if you're ever out at the convention center here on the state fairgrounds that's the coffee you get is with our with our friends at red hot roasters so go check them out and you can also say very succinctly avery enjoyed her latte as well so it's that espresso roast is is, is kind of banging out there too so, i did i enjoyed it and i was very sad when i ran out <laughs> we'll have to we will, we will remedy that next week as well so all right true crime tuesday uh go ahead and uh Remind me, who, what is this? Who is this? What is this, this is Zach. All right, Zach. All right, so Zach's actually running the board. Avery is in studio with me right now. I'm very, Ooh. Un- I'm very uncomfortable. Ooh. I'm not going to hack you with an axe. I'm very uncomfortable. And so um, the uh, she, she described one weapon that she's not going to use, but many other weapons have been described during this segment. So here we go. True Crime Tuesday. Go ahead and have we Have we considered putting up a metal detector at the <laughs> studio? A little bit down to that. A little bit less. Perfect. Right there. Boom. All right. Right there. All right. Good job, Zach. All right. Zach with an H or with a C? H? Okay. All right. Good enough. All right. There we go. Okay. So this is the story of Candy Montgomery. Oh, yeah. She is a psycho ex-mistress. I'm still really uncomfortable. <laughs> Do you have a psycho ex-mistress? I, I just, I just, you in here, you're this, like you're happy about murder and you're sitting like four feet from me it's just very go ahead, go ahead. yeah okay <laughs> so she had murdered her best friend betty gore oh, yeah. gore is the best last name like, <laughs> <laughs> and, like it's a gory death <laughs> um and this happened on june 13th in 1980 um in wiley texas so betty was candy's best friend they met at this uh, local church and then their two daughters they became the best of friends they were inseparable you know little kids they do as they do and so candy and betty's husband alan they had this brilliant idea right after betty gets pregnant with child number two let's have an affair 
right? Like, that's what we do, apparently. Yeah. Because Candy was getting bored with her relationship. Like, she was a military brat, so once she settled down with her husband, Pat, and he was an electrical engineer, there wasn't really anything happening. Nothing so says she excitement got bored. like electrical engineers. Yeah, he had money. It was like $70,000 oh, okay. okay. at that point, which is like 330000 in today's money. Really nice. Um, Some engineer just yelled at the radio, hey, yeah, that's kind of true. Yeah. Um, and then Alan, he felt like they, like... Betty and he were getting pretty distant. So, of course, like, the only possible option, start flirting and have an affair. (laughs) No. You two are absolutely dumb. Are you shaming both of them? Yes, I am. Okay, first two. Man, we went double shame right away. She gets in studio and all of a sudden, double shame. There it is. Yes, we have people to yell at. (laughs) Um, And so, this one, like, on June 13th, um, Alan, he's away. Wait a second. Wait a second. I have to. I have to interrupt. <laughs> okay. You, you left out. You left out the best part of this story. Where did Candy and Alan meet? Como Motel in Richardson, <laughs> which is about twenty-five minutes from Wiley. The Como Hotel. I, I bet they had those self-vibrating beds that you put a quarter in. <laughs> Were they heart-shaped in? <laughs> Could have been. <laughs> the Como Motel. Okay, so Alan had actually ended the affair in July 1979 because his daughter was born. Well, at least you can end it. They did have set <laughs> rules. Um, one of them was like, if you're, like, if you guys really start developing feelings, then, oh no, it's done. Well, Candy apparently, even though she agreed, did not get that memo. <laughs> Because on June 13th, 1980, Alan, he's away on a business trip in Minnesota. And so, yeah. And Alyssa, she, like, which is Betty and Alan's daughter, she's staying with the Montgomery's. Even though, like, the baby's about a year old, they're giving Betty and the baby some time to bond. Totally get it. Um, And so that morning, Candy claims that she went to go by the Gore household to go pick up a bathing suit right before going over to teach a Bible class. Gore. And Candy, not yeah, Betty, yeah. she gets this, she has this feeling. And so she asks Candy, hey, are you having an affair with Alan? Like, just to ask, like, she deserves to know, like, they're best friends. Or at least they're supposed to be. And then Candy whacks Betty 41 times with an axe. Claiming self-defense. Girl, honey, no. If it's self-defense, you don't whack someone 41 times with an axe. That's not how that happens. Whack. And 28 of them were to her face and head area. So it's like, girl, that wasn't self-defense. That's a woman-on-woman crime for sure to disfigure the face, yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely, yes. Like I said, she's a psycho ex-mistress. And so the... The investigators, they find there's this foot, like there's this bloody footprint, there's blood on the bathroom walls and the shower. So they know whoever was here, they were trying to like wash up before they leave. And she, she leaves just like nothing happened, but she did cut her toe with the ax. Like, girl, you gotta be careful. (laughs) Like if you're going to hit someone with an ax, be careful. Don't cut yourself. And so then a few days later on the 17th, 
Alan, he admits to the police, hey, Candy and I, we were having an affair and I called it off about a year ago. You might want to look into her because I don't trust her. She claims everything was fine. Um, And they automatically start looking at her. And the shoe print, it was smaller, so they knew it was most likely a woman or someone underage. Can you imagine, Dan, having an affair? And this is brought to you by Red Hot Roasters for some reason. Um, (laughs) If you you had an affair with a woman and then used her as a babysitter. Hmm. Now, I've heard of having an affair with your babysitter, but I haven't heard it the other way around. don't even know what to say to that but so they start instantly looking into candy and they arrest her and the jailers while she's getting into uniform there they notice that she has bruises on her head and a cut toe so they know she she did something that she probably wasn't supposed to do and then they they have the trial in 1989 and it lasts eight days like this is a fast trial okay um, she pleads that she was not guilty under self-defense. Like, Betty was the one who went after her, and she managed to get the axe away. Like, no, if it's self-defense, you don't hit the person 41 times, like, when you can clearly see they're most likely dead. You know what? I, I disagree. I I don't... I've never axed someone to death in self-defense, so I'm not going to judge her because I just don't know. I don't know. Okay. I would have been a bad juror for this. Keep going. You would have been. <laughs> you would have been the one. <laughs> well, hog jury, Louis Rabot. And they also use the insanity plea. Oh, um, they got psychiatrist Dr. Fred, Dr. Fred, um, and basically said that she was having <laughs> some sort of like psychiatric break. She blacked out during the attack. Like, there's no like if she did it like. There's definitely a psychiatric reason, like, dating back to her mother. Mm. And so she shushed her. Well, girl, you shushed, you shushed Betty. And during this, they, the jury, they deliberated for three hours. Like, you, like, when juries only take three hours, they already know. Right. They've made up their mind on day two or something. Yeah, yeah basically. And she got acquitted October 30th, 1989. Like, no! She, she did it! She... It was not self-defense. I don't know who you are that, like, believes she was innocent. Like, no! So, three months after the trial, she, Candy and her family, why they did not get divorced in this, like, nine years, is beyond me. Like, they... They move away to Georgia, and she becomes a licensed psychiatrist and a family counselor. That's the best part of this. Is she's helping families after this. Yes. Like That's great. Candy. Okay, so here's what you do. Here's what you do. I need the two of you to have a trial separation and if it doesn't work, we're just going to hack both of you to bits with an axe. I mean, I imagine that's how much of the conversations went with her after that. Oh yeah, basically. So, I didn't catch that part. Candy was married the whole time? Yes, she was married <laughs> to Pat the whole time. Why didn't you divorce your wife when you found out she was having an affair and was charged with murder the day she's arrested? So he's the anti-Tom Brady, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> he is the anti-Tom Brady. He stayed Believes in marriage. with Candy. <laughs> All right, well, good job. Good job, Avery. Thanks. All right, Zach, good job. You do, can you, turn, you, do, you, do you know where the... 
Do you know where the 41 came from? Oh, hey. yes. It's, oh, oh, what's her face? Lizzie Borden. Yes, Lizzie Borden. <laughs> love her case. Love the shows about her. So good. Li- what, uh, what's the, um, what's the rhyme? Uh, Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother, mother 40, 40 wax. And then something, something, something. So she gave him 41. Yes. That's where the 41 wax come from. Yeah. Oh, she also claims that the reason why she stopped that 41 is because she was exhausted. <laughs> like, girl, I can't Avery, so Avery, how many, how many you... people on a, is it 11 people on a jury? Or nine? Yes, it's, it's typically 11. Okay, it so depends are you on, 11 on the people? trial. Like, you at least need one to think they're innocent to be able to acquit. To acquit, or is it acquittal with one person, or is it is it... Yeah. Okay. You so it's not a hung least... jury that way. No. Okay. Got it. Okay. Yeah. You okay. hung is more even. Like six and six, kind of there five. And five yeah. Five. Got it. Okay. Right. Avery, have you ever served on a jury? I have not, which is kind of sad. No, I think it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> She'd make more money you, doing that than hanging out. Have anymore. you, Louie? I have not. I don't know how, but I have not. Mm. What are you doing to me right now, Dan? No, I'm just asking Somebody's if you've ever... out of the courthouse, they're like, oh, we're looking at No, it's, it's very... Uh, you, you must not register to vote if you've never been... No, I vote all the time. ...called for jury duty. I vote all the time. I was... Uh, I, I served on a jury one time. Uh, I was... Uh, I, I, I've been called numerous times, but have never been selected. And we were... When we were living in L.A., I got called for jury duty, and we're sitting in this pool of like 150 people. Oh, yeah. And they're saying, we are we are going to have, uh, you know, like we need five juries or six juries. And they start explaining the cases. And one of them is a murder case. And they said, we expect this trial to last at least six months. Oh. And the jury will be sequestered. It was O.J. Simpson. And I'm sitting in the back of the room just praying that I don't get selected for that jury. Uh, and I didn't. And I got selected for a real uh, minor case. And it was um, a, a, a boy, uh, you know, young adult, who was uh, in being held in the court and was eligible to get out if he could it was a drug a drug case if he could prove he had some place to go uh and somebody who would support him mm. and this this kid was so bad the defense called his mother <laughs> and said uh if we let this young man out uh, can he live at your place? And she said, "No way. Oh. This kid, this kid isn't coming close to my house." And so it was a pretty simple case that he wasn't getting out. So they named me uh, the jury foreman. <laughs> and so we go, we go into the, we go back into the jurors' room, and in a we we start. Uh, the, the judge gives us our uh, instructions, and so I start by saying, uh, uh, let, let, let's make this real simple. Is there anybody here that thinks we ought to let this kid out of jail? <laughs> and not one person raised their hand. Wow. 
And so we called for the for, we called for the uh, clerk, and he thought we wanted some information or wanted some clarity or something. And I said, "No, we're ready." Yeah. We were we were in the jurors' room for about five minutes. Went back out, said, "Nope, he doesn't get out," and we all went home. But it was. Can you imagine very, Dan Issel just dominating a jury room? Very. That would be great. <laughs> I want to know like how he would fit in the seats. Well, yeah, there's got to well, be a person like trying a, to sit behind you in the jury. Area, yeah. Right? Yeah. No. Or like, even if he's in the back row, like yes. you just have this giant tree, like <laughs> condensed into a bush. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I can see that. What in the world is wrong with you? <laughs> I ask that question every day, Dan. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Now, I admit the world is not made for a 6'9 guy, but I don't have any trouble sitting in a seat. I'm not one of those guys. But you'd be in like a small little area with like. I'm not one of those guys that has to get an extension on his seatbelt when I get on an airplane. Come on now. Wow. Wow. Get get back in there with Zach. Lizzie Borden took an axe and gave her mother 40 wax. And when she saw what she had done, she gave her father. 41. 41. There it is. Very good. All of that brought to you by our friends at Red Hot Roasters. <laughs> Corner of Lexington and Payne. Yeah. That drive we'll, yeah, the real question is, will Red Hot Roasters be back next Tuesday? <laughs> RedHotRoasters.com. Any two cans. Get that free shipping. Uh, some of the best coffee around. I really enjoy their decaf if you're a decaf person. RedHotRoasters.com. Check them out at the fairgrounds in, in over 150 Kroger shops as well. You have to look for their stuff, by the way. It is not... Um, it's not like in a coffee bag. We've gotten very used to that. They still have the old. They still sell them in the old um, metal tins, and so look for those. Uh, a lot of times in Kentucky, they're amongst the Kentucky proud um, things rather than with the cup, the coffee. So check it out. Their uh, design is great too. No, she's great. I they're, love it. They're great over there. They're good people. It gives me feisty vibes. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. Yeah. yeah. Like, even the drink names. I was checking out the menu, like, when you brought this up, and I'm like, ooh, I love these names. Like, all feistiness, and that gave me the inspiration for Candy Montgomery. I think uh, you've ruined someone's day on the text line. Sorry, ma'am, sir. <laughs> Haven't texted since September and was told that that wasn't funny. Um, and that uh, was heartbreaking. So there you go. How about that? You're welcome. There it is. All right. Um, so this is Issel and Louie for about five more minutes. Bobby V, uh, ready to go in the bullpen. Uh, we'll take it up until 3 o'clock for his replay with uh, Sweezy and Streetle. Ready to go then. I um, We've given our uh, predictions for tonight. Dan has uh, Kentucky by about 15. I've got him by about 8. Um, who do you think uh, – do we see more from the Frederick-Reeves combination tonight, or do you think that there's a bit of a regression back into playing severe and a lot of left-handed runners in the lane? Well, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. I, the, the thing that, that makes me so optimistic is when you look at the, st- the stat lines for the Tennessee game, mm-hmm. they didn't play that, that good a basketball I mean, if they shot 35%. How in the world do you go into the home of a top five team, shoot 35% and win the game? Mm-hmm. They had more turnovers than they did, uh, than they did assists. Um, now, Tennessee helped them because Tennessee 
missed a lot of shots that they normally Look, a lot of the things that make. you need to happen to beat a top five team happened for Kentucky on Saturday. Yeah, that's yeah. fine to say, but they also played well on Saturday. Both of those things can be true, absolutely. But but Especially I, I, do, I expect them to shoot a lot better than 35% tonight. I expect them to have more assists than turnovers tonight. And if you get the effort that you got in Knoxville, then it will be a 15-point game. Got it. Okay. I think if they play defense like they did the other day, it will definitely be that kind of thing. Yeah. I just worry yeah. that some of that spacing and other things that we saw the other night that actually worked won't won't come back up. I, I would love to be wrong, like I said, but I will wait. You know, we have this three-game three stretch here. I will wait for these games to play out before I, you know, have the moment that you had yesterday of declaring Kentucky basketball back. Okay, that's fair. And it's just, that, that's it's just based on the five games before it, essentially. So yep, I need to see fair. that they're more like what they were on Saturday than the team that barely beat LSU and couldn't compete at Missouri. And couldn't, and couldn't, couldn't compete, compete at with, uh, And South Carolina um, ran them off the floor. Uh, so they've got uh, Georgia tonight, A and M Saturday. What what comes after that? I think they go to Vandy. Um, that won't be an easy one either. There are no easy games. V- Van Vandy's playing a lot better. Yeah, there are no easy games anymore. I mean that that's kind of the point, and it's also it's the good part about playing in the SEC now is that actually you, you get a bunch of good games, and so yeah, they, I mean their their upcoming schedule, and then I think Kansas comes to town. So um, they go. Um, Excuse me. Uh, versus Georgia, versus AM at Vandy, and then uh, Kansas at home. Sorry. Back home, yeah. Um, yeah, um, the reason I know Vandy's better is because Stackhouse is getting a technical almost every game. So. You're damn right. He- <laughs> Jerry's down there dominating. Uh, man, that's a name from my childhood. That guy, when he was good, he was really good. Yes, he was. Man, yeah, man. Yes, he was. He was kind of, you know, and he got overshadowed a little bit because that was when Tracy McGrady was really good and um, Iverson was really playing well. And so he was not in that first group of guards. But, man, when he had his games, he had his games. Yeah, he could play. He could play. But, yeah, Georgia tonight and then A&M on Saturday. So it'll be a fun fun thing, a a fun little stretch here. I do think that we're going to learn a lot, even in these next three games against teams that I don't think we thought of before the season as being high-level teams. But Georgia's 13-4 and for a reason. A&M is 4-0 in the conference, 12-5 and overall. For a reason in that Vandy trip, and I hear about it a lot. Is that court as weird as it as people make it out to be? Inside? Oh yeah, it's okay. awful. Okay. It's awful. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take your you. Word. You sit on the ends, yeah, and right. uh, um, no, it's it's bad. You know? Do you know, Louis? My senior year, we lost two games. One was to Jacksonville um, in the regional finals, and you know where the other one was? In Nashville. Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> Nashville. All right. Well, we've been all over the place today, but I <laughs> it was enjoyable. I hope you enjoyed listening. We'll be back again tomorrow with a little more structure to our show. Well, and we hope man. we hope that you will be too. This has been Isla and Louie on ESPN 680 105.7. Have a great day, everybody.
tired of eating the same homemade meals over and over again? Want to switch it up? LocallyOwnedDelivery.com safely brings the restaurants to you. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they'll bring it to you. Delivery.com delivers some of the finest restaurants in Metro Louisville. Miss going out to eat but still want to support your favorite restaurants? Delivery.com has got you covered. Use promo code order now for $10 off your next order. Sit back, relax. Your meal's on its way. Delivery.com. We bring the restaurants to you. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com slash careers. That's opcpest.com slash careers. Injured in a car accident? Visit suedistracteddriver.com. <laughs> 